0: Let's take off, baby, let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's
1: this is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz, along with Nick Nurbin from Pure Michigan. The 2023 North American International Detroit Auto Show will feature plenty of new cars and more than 20 attractions, events, and shows all about vehicles and the ever-growing technology behind them. Lowell Arts connects artists and audiences through visual and performing arts and you're invited. There's a golf course in Grand Haven that stands as a tribute to the men and women of the U.S. military. It's called American Dunes. And there's still time to enjoy the Pure Michigan Mix, a Fanta and Sprite Frozen treat from McDonald's where you can win concert tickets and more. We travel Michigan next, Where your trip begins at Michigan.org.
0: Let's go traveling.
1: Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz, along with Nick Nurbin from Pure Michigan, and we're certainly happy to be back with you again this week. And I have to tell you, I'm really happy that we get to start today's program off with uh, talking to some friends from both Coca-Cola and McDonald's about a fun promotion that we've been conducting this summer called the Pure Michigan Mix. Brian Stetler is from Coca-Cola, and Joni Thrower is from McDonald's. And uh, folks, um, this has been a lot of fun. Brian, um, tell us about this promotion and what we've been doing.
2: Yeah, it launched on July 11th, the Pure Michigan Mix, only at McDonald's of Michigan. And it started with uh, the love of frozen carbonated beverages. And we knew the consumer liked mixing the beverages. And we had a partnership with Pure Michigan from 2016, when we did a share a Coke, Pure Michigan style, where we had unique names and phrases on the cups back I remember then. that. That was fun. Yeah, very popular. The consumer, uh, it's a passion point for them, the Pure Michigan campaign. And so when we developed the Pure Michigan mix, the whole idea was to promote tourism. We wanted to get the consumers to travel to these local fairs and festivals and concerts. And so when we worked to develop it, we had a promotional cup, the large frozen drink cup uh, where there's a QR code and the consumer... Can win great prizes by scanning the QR code
1: and of course I know there's a a no purchase necessary type of uh, way that you can uh, register but if you if you pick up one of these pure Michigan mix um, frozen drinks at a McDonald's in Michigan which has what does it have blue raspberry from Fanta yes and limonade from sprite correct awesome so it has this this maize and blue color which I bet Joni loves uh, having Absolutely. gone to U of M, but Joni, I do have to point out if you mix, uh, blue and yellow, you get green. So our MSU <laughs> fans will be happy about that too.
3: Absolutely. And my mom's a Spartan, so, <laughs> you know, our house is always lively.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, that should be the way it is. Joni, how many, uh, McDonald's uh, do you own?
3: So um my family has uh, 15 restaurants here in the state of Michigan.
1: That's nice and so I, I'm sure that uh, your folks have been handing out the pure Michigan mix uh, this summer. Have you do you have any clue on, on how it's going? Have you you talked to your folks? are they are they oh, having a lot of folks enjoying them?
3: Oh my goodness, it is going so well. Um, our, you know, not only do our customers enjoy it, but our crew—they, they've been kind of mixing flavors as uh, Brian mentioned for a while now, and to have this um, awesome promotion kind of tied to it now, you know, um, they're excited about it as well.
1: Well, most of your your restaurants are in the Detroit area, right? Um, is the um, the frozen beverage really popular in Detroit?
3: Yeah, um, our folks, you know, when you have, you know, these sort of uh, hot summers here, any sort of nice uh, frozen beverage is, is definitely going to provide relief and, uh, and it's just nice and refreshing. So um, it is going well, um, not only in Detroit, but, uh, it, you know, it, 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 we have excitement across the state. Um, even in our small towns like Port Huron and Grand Haven and um, of course Detroit and uh, Flint Lansing you know there are a lot of folks that are that are excited about it
1: well I told you when we got together uh, Brian uh, I I was with of course you and Joni at uh, one of the McDonald's when we announced the promotion and I think you were both surprised that I'd never had a frozen beverage before and they really are awesome I mean they're really good. So people should look for it. Um, and uh, what do they do? They, they either come into the restaurant or drive up, ask for the Pure Michigan beverage, any size, right? Two bucks.
3: Absolutely. Any size, two bucks. Um, and, you know, this mix was uniquely designed with uh, Michigan in mind. And, you know, Michigan beaches, the clear blue waters and, and summer travel in mind. So, of course, when I look at it, I'm thinking maize and blue, but like you said, when you mix it, you get green.
1: Well, I I hope people uh, pick it up uh, yet. We only have a couple more weeks of this promotion, so it goes through. Brian, when, when does it go through? September thirteenth, September thirteenth. So, we're looking forward to that. Um, hey, Joni, while we have you for a couple of minutes, uh, I also want to uh, give you an opportunity to uh, tell us about the Ronald McDonald uh, Charities, the uh, Charity House, because I, I occasionally will just drop the um, the change. I go through the drive-through a lot. Where does that money go to?
3: Oh, absolutely. So, the Ronald McDonald um, House Children's Charities is a really unique nonprofit that. Um, allows us in the restaurant to uh, help um, children when they are when they have an illness and they're in the hospital and what happens is sometimes um, you know their parents are traveling back and forth and the Ronald McDonald house um, is typically located either right on the hospital campus or very close nearby and it allows um families to have a home away from home um and be close to the hospital to get back and forth to their child so every time you know someone drops that change in that bucket or they round up they you know they round the change up it it helps us to provide um to provide a home away from home for uh, families.
1: It's such a powerful charity. You guys do such a great job, Brian. Uh, from uh, on behalf of Coca-Cola, I know you have so many employees who work on uh, making Coca-Cola here in Michigan, distributing it. Uh, just incredible job you all do.
2: Yeah, it's great to represent the brand Coca-Cola. I work with great partners uh, with McDonald's, and uh, you know I, the thing that stands out to me is when you find some passion point with a consumer. They respond in an overwhelmingly positive manner. And I think what Joni just referenced, um, I'm hearing
1: nothing but positive things about the Pure Michigan Mix, and we really appreciate that partnership. Hey, thank you to both of you. You can find out more by going to Michigan.org, and you'll see Pure Michigan Mix right there on the home page. Get it? Uh, You only have a couple more weeks. It's at Michigan.org. We're going to talk about the Detroit Auto Show next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Uh, Always uh, nice to uh, find out uh, what Pure Michigan is doing promotionally. So it was nice to find out about the Pure Michigan mix. And I can just imagine people driving around uh, for the next couple of weeks, going to their McDonald's, picking up those Pure Michigan mixes in a beautiful car that they picked up here in Pure Michigan. Maybe, Nick, at the Detroit Auto Show
0: that's right Dave we're going to travel to Detroit next to talk with Rod Alberts the executive director of the Detroit Auto Show and Rod this is the second year that the auto show has been in September what was the experience like last year and what did you learn from it and what do we look for this year
4: uh, you, you know, it's uh, interesting after, you know, I've been here for many, many years uh, doing the show, and we've always had it in January. Moving it to September was a big move, but, again, it happened after we went through the last three years with um, all that we all went through, right? Yeah. Um, having it an opportunity to do something outside, especially with where technology is going, with uh, with mobility and, and product, and with Detroit downtown, what we can really show off with a riverfront, uh, moving it to september was really something to do for uh michigan and the city of detroit to really show off what we have here in a in a really good time of year uh and having activations and people putting up uh, being in cars uh riding around downtown on the grand prix uh not with a closed track but where the grand prix track was and being able to to be an electric vehicle is a great experience and opportunity that we we really couldn't pass up. So we're excited about it. Uh, Last year worked great. We learned a lot, uh, but it's a new future for the Detroit Auto Show, and we have to build on that the next four or five years.
1: Well, you know, uh, late fall, early winter is a a big time for Big um, conventions and such. So, you've opened up Huntington Place for other big events during the time that you traditionally had the auto show. So, is the is uh, when did the public days start? I know the the show actually runs September 13th through the 24th. Is that is that when the public days start?
4: Yeah, the public days actually start on the 16th and go through the 24th of September. Uh, which is still a nine-day show, uh, but charity preview. You know, if you think about the way the show is built, we have multiple events, different audiences that we target uh, during and, and invite to the show during that time. And public days is that nine-day portion, 16th through the 24th of September. But then charity preview, the night before, where we have eight charities, children's charities that benefit, um, is also a big event. We're going to be announcing soon our. Um, our entertainment, which is going to be incredible this year. In fact, we may have two. Uh, but then also we have our press days and technology days which, in a global form, which is growing into something new and different because we need to claim the fact here in Michigan that we are in Detroit, that we are the mobility capital of the world. Um, there are so many out there that are changing direction with these locations around the, the world and the country in regard to being a uh, technology future and mobility future. Uh, this is something we have to get on track of and, and take the lead on. And that's what we're doing with this show with the four different events that we have.
1: Well, I love the fact that not only have you changed the time of the year, but you've really changed the format uh, tremendously. More interactivity for people, more things to do. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really exciting. We did an outdoor activation last year where we had an opportunity to be out side in a vehicle electric car and and take a a test drive Uh, this year we're adding an indoor track electric vehicle track and we're calling it powering michigan which is great for you know pure michigan and and bringing people in from from around the country but the thing is we'll have uh, 15 different vehicles all different types that you're going to be able to come in and and ride in those cars experience the acceleration uh, the sound, the power, everything included. Then we have another five activations that'll be brought in by the brands with the big three that allow you to take, you know, Camp Jeep or uh, Bronco Mountain, whatever it may be, and experience products. So when you come in, you're going to be able to get into these cars, experience the technology where it's headed in the future, and what you can buy right now in regard to what uh, what products are available. So, the beauty is the car show is put on by car dealers, which makes it available someplace to go if you want to buy the car, but also the fact that we have the core of what mobility and what Michigan and Detroit and the future holds for, for, uh, for mobility, not just on, on land, but we're looking to bring in air mobility, too, in the future and, and get a touch of that and experience a little bit of that, uh, of, of what we did last year, and take that forward, too.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh, Rod, that the interactive experiences last year, I think I know you're building at the, on those this year, but Detroit put the world on wheels, and Michigan put the world on wheels in many ways. We say that often at Pure Michigan, and when people come to this auto show, one of the exciting things about the 2023 show is that there are going to be some new reveals taking place, and can you talk a little bit about those?
4: Yeah, you know the, the the world of auto shows, especially one like ours that had, uh, we have media that come in. We'll have two or three thousand media that attend the show from around the country and around the world, and the fact that we're going to have six or eight debuts uh, from the big three, in particular that will be major debuts at the show during press days is a great kickoff not just for press days but also for technology days that we're into with industry coming in, charity preview, and with public days. So everybody gets to see them at some point if they want to come to Detroit. But the world has changed in regard to debuts and the fact that we have six major debuts at the show is a, a wonderful thing for Detroit. Again, it shows us moving forward for Michigan and what we're headed for in the future with mobility. But we've, we've got to take that lead. And that's where the big three came in and, and really took that bull by the horns. And, and they're really making a, a, an impact on the show this year.
1: For the cars that will be on display, are they now mostly the EVs or is there a, a big mixture of uh, types of cars that will be on display this year?
4: It's a, it's a mix. It's interesting. Every brand, every manufacturer has a different culture in the way they approach their marketing, and especially during this time of transition of where the industry's headed, and whether or not you know everybody's headed towards electrification. Well, for the most part, you got hybrids. You have some hydrogen out there too. But electrification is the the key key uh, word uh, these days in regard to where it's going. But uh, you're going to have a mix because there's a lot of people that still want their uh, bigger engines and gas, and the infrastructure is not there for electrification. So we're all making that transition that we have to make sure we embrace what the consumer wants. So you'll see everything out there. But I'll tell you right now, the, the forward thinking in regard to le- electrification is a difference maker, which shows because they want to educate people like we do. On what that means and what that means when you drive up north and how you charge your vehicle and the peace of mind that knows that comes with buying an electric car or a hybrid car. So there's a lot of education and change that we all are going through in the minds of consumers and what we all experience and make sure we have a comfort level with buying that electric vehicle in the future.
0: Well and for car enthusiasts like myself this is one of the best places really in the world to come and see what's new in technology and mobility overall but one thing I wanted to get back to real quick, Rod, is you mentioned how changing the show and moving it to September has really opened up other opportunities like, for instance, outdoor activations and things. But I think for our listeners, I'd love to talk a little bit about those opportunities to visit the city of Detroit. You know, Campus Marsh is just a few blocks away. Yeah. Eastern Market, other things. How can they enjoy the city when they come to the show?
4: Well, that's the other beauty, though. So, again, I've done the show so many years in, in January and what a beautiful downtown we have and walkability of it. You know, the riverfront, you know, with Hart Plaza, all the things we have to offer. And, uh, you know, with what we've done with the city and the restaurants downtown and, and the change, it's a great chance to come down, and you can walk 15 minutes to and be literally anywhere. You know, so what we want to do is show off Michigan. We want to show off Detroit. We want to make sure people understand all the opportunities to come down and, and visit a great city that we live in but i want to make sure that we have a we're creating a global stage too to the world of what a beautiful place michigan is and detroit but also that we are that mobility capital and we are mm-hmm. claiming that stake that we want to be the future mobility and putting people in uh, vehicles of, the, of of where it's headed so uh, what we want to do is show it all off and you know interesting when we looked at january and or versus september we went to the city of detroit and the state of michigan and they both unequivocally stated they said you got to do it in September we got to show off what we have here and let's let's really make a statement to the world of who we are
1: you, you know it was it was something when you did that and I thought I don't know it's such a popular time but after seeing it last year uh, I'm sold and I can't wait for the Detroit Auto Show to come back in September downtown detroit on the riverfront it's going to be incredible indoor displays outdoor activities can't say enough about it rod you guys really put it together our thanks to rod alberts executive director of the detroit auto show for being with us today for more information go to naias.com and we're going to head to lowell next here on travel michigan where your trip begins at michigan.org It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz along with Nick Nurbin from Pure Michigan. Nick, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, we did a study, um, I don't know, it was probably 10 years ago or something like that. We were trying to understand what people were looking for when they travel to Michigan from other places and of course we found the normal stuff. People want to uh, find restaurants and, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's a big deal so they always want to eat, they always want to shop. But it was interesting. Uh, two other Uh, Things that they wanted to do that kind of came way up to the top was kind of surprising to me one was explore history Probably shouldn't surprise me that much Mm -hmm. But the other one was to look for art galleries and artists in other words um, Maybe studios where uh, artists were actually doing their work Mm -hmm. live in a studio So, you know the whole art scene is a really important part of traveling in Pure Michigan.
0: Yeah, and throughout the state of Michigan, people can find all different types of things, whether it's the galleries you mentioned, Dave, or art events, art festivals, art fairs, all those things. And I think next, let's head over to the beautiful community of Lowell, Michigan, where we can talk to Laurel Conrad about Lowell Arts, an organization that promotes the visual arts and performing arts in the community of Lowell. Laurel, first thing I wanted to ask is when you talk about visual arts and performing arts, which types of disciplines, what type of art can our community enjoy over there in Lowell as a part of those two disciplines?
5: Yes. So for visual arts, we have a gorgeous gallery um, and rotating gallery exhibitions. Um, So uh, each time you come into Lowell Arts, uh, it should hopefully be something new. We rotate our gallery exhibitions about every six or seven weeks. Um, including we also have, during the holiday season, an artist market. And so we have fine arts and fine crafts for sale during the gift-giving season, so that way you can purchase something unique for all of your friends and family. And so that's a lot of our visual arts programming. Um, And then for performing arts, we have theater programming, so we have um, theater productions throughout the year, including a youth production um, for the, the kids in the Lowell area. And um, we also have music programming, so uh, gallery concerts and um, the sizzling summer concerts in the summer with the Lowell Chamber of Commerce. Um, and those the Sizzling Summer Concerts are free as well, so we try to make that as accessible as possible.
1: Well, it sounds like it's a really robust program. Uh, Lowell's not the, the biggest town in Michigan, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm really impressed that, that you offer so much. How long has uh, Lowell Arts been around?
5: Um, we are approaching our 50th anniversary. Uh, Lowell Arts was founded in the 70s.
1: Nice. And is this mostly a, a volunteer organization then?
5: Absolutely. So we do have three staff members who work hard um, during a regular work week, but a lot of our programming is um, supported by a ton of volunteers, and we appreciate them all so much for all their hard work.
0: Yeah. Well, and Lowell is, uh, for those who are not familiar, Lowell is near Grand Rapids. It's just to the east of the city of Grand Rapids, which in its own right has a lot of vibrant arts events and communities. How has that influence of the greater Grand Rapids area helped to get exposure for what uh, artists can find in Lowell and what the community can find for art in Lowell?
5: Because Lowell Arts, uh, we're such a unique organization, it's... Uh, there isn't much like Lowell Arts in the Grand Rapids area. And so we often find that folks travel out to Lowell from Grand Rapids and they're hopefully pleasantly surprised at all of the programming we have to offer. And, um, it's just good to be a part of even an even larger community than just the Lowell community as well.
1: Yeah. Well, it it is a really cute little town. In fact, we almost moved there uh, years ago because it's so nice. Um, and, um, so, I, I'm not surprised that that you have such a great uh, arts program there. Um, what are the the performances that uh, you expect to be able to showcase for the rest of the year going into the fall? Do you continue your 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 summer concerts into the fall, or is that all done until next year?
5: Um so yes, the summer concerts run from June to August, um, weekly on Thursday nights, and uh, we, put that on in conjunction with the Lowell Chamber. And so that's just our year programming that we do together. And so um, after August, uh, you'll just have to wait until next year, Mm, um, until our next lineup. But then um, after that is um, done, in October is our next theater production. And we are going to be doing The Whale by Samuel D. Hunter. Um, I don't Mm. know if you're familiar with the movie version that just came out with Brendan Fraser.
1: I wondered if it was the same one. Uh, I don't. I yeah. have not seen the movie, so I'm impressed mm-hmm. to to know it's a, a theatrical performance as well. When is that going yeah. to be uh, performed?
5: It will be the last two weekends in October.
1: So last two weekends of October, the yes. whale and the movie certainly was big. I think Fraser won. Actor of the Year, or something like that. So, yeah, sounds like the, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, the
5: Oscar for Best Actor. Yeah. Well,
1: that's cool. Now, when is <laughs> I know you also run the Fallsburg Arts Festival. When does that happen?
5: That is annually the third weekend in September. So, for 2023, September
1: 16th and 17th. Nice. And uh, uh, basically, a variety of arts, uh, arts and crafts, fine arts. Uh, what do we expect to uh, be able to see there?
5: So we have over 100 artist booths, a variety of uh, mediums, anywhere from glass to jewelry to ceramics to paintings and photography, everything we can possibly get. Um, And then as well as uh, live music performances as well. Um, And then we also have a children's area with pumpkin decorating and crafts. And on Saturday of the festival, we'll have drumming in the children's area And, um, I think, oh, and of course we always have also our quilt raffle. Um, so we have a beautiful queen size quilt made for us each year. And then the artists in the artist booths will donate an item to the raffle. So even if you don't get the grand prize of the quilt, you have a chance to get around 75 or 80 different prizes that have been donated by the artists.
1: Oh, that's nice. And this is in Fallsburg park
5: mm mm-hmm. yeah, Park.
1: Very nice. A really nice little place in Lowell. Mm-hmm. It is a great town. Uh, um, you want to just describe Lowell from your perspective, uh, what we'll uh, expect to see when we visit?
5: Absolutely. Uh, Lowell is a town with a lot of history. If you're on the main downtown um, main street, you just see these buildings that have been there for a long time and have been upkept very well because Lowell's very proud of that history for sure. Um, It's a tight, close-knit community, but they'll welcome you in as soon as you get involved. And um, it's just really a nice place to be.
1: Well, uh, the, I'm into architecture, and I would describe Lowell as one of those towns that that uh, mm-hmm. the architecture itself is uh, really a showcase of art as well. So, worthwhile Absolutely. visiting Lowell at any time of the year, but consider going to the Fallsburg Arts Festival the third weekend of September. Uh, don't forget about that theatrical production of the Whale coming up, and of course the uh the gallery exhibitions as well all part of lowell arts for more information go to this website it is lowellartsmi.org and our thanks to laurel laurel conrad for being with us today you know nick you know i i love the fact that you know relatively small towns have such really great arts programs Uh, You know we all know about really great art galleries uh, that you'll find like the Detroit Institute of Arts you mentioned in Grand Rapids art prize has Mm -hmm. become a big event and really truly draws people to West Michigan as well Um, and I love that Uh, it it just reminds me how important uh, the arts is Uh, to the overall travel experience. And I certainly do recommend that people check out uh, Lowell Arts and these other places as they travel around. Earlier in the program, we were talking about the fact that uh, McDonald's and Coca-Cola has been working with Pure Michigan on the Pure Michigan mix. And we're really thrilled that for at least another couple of weeks, it's coming to an end pretty soon, that you can go to a Michigan McDonald's You can pick up one of those Pure Michigan mixes, any size, for $2, and then make sure to look at that cup. What you're going to see, in addition to that red stripe with the Pure Michigan uh, logo on it as well, uh, saying Pure Michigan Mix, you're going to see a QR code. Mm-hmm. You click on, or actually you scan that QR code. Yep. And that's going to open up a page where you can register to win a prize. And, and so you can win a variety of prizes. Like earlier this year, uh, some of our winners went to Michigan International Speedway. Uh, which was a lot of fun. The Firekeepers 400. Uh, we have still some uh, some passes available uh, for. Uh, I think we have one more weekend, if I remember right, at Michigan's Adventure. And you can win concert tickets to both Little Caesars Arena concerts, Pine Knob concerts. Mm -hmm. It's it's an awesome thing. And don't worry, you don't have to purchase anything. Uh, If you don't want to go to McDonald's, you can just go to Michigan.org. You'll find a link to the Pure Michigan Mix where you can register for those prizes for free. Absolutely no charge. Encourage you to do that at michigan.org we love working with those guys they've been absolutely such great partners speaking of uh, great partners who are helping out in a totally different way next we're heading to american dunes golf club in grand haven you have to stick around and find out what they're doing there right here on travel michigan where your trip begins at michigan.org It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. And Nick, I don't know if you've had much of an opportunity this summer to head out and golf. I've only been able to get out a couple of times. I'm embarrassed to say, but not as embarrassed as when I was playing. Uh, <laughs> but man, oh man, you, you know, it's a game that you need to get out often and play if you're yes. going to be expecting to uh, Play well, but I have been able to get to a couple of pro ams. I love seeing them. And I've even started to watch golf on TV. Never thought I'd be that Hmm. guy, but I've enjoyed it. And and all of those opportunities are available here in Michigan. I know we have a great event coming up pretty soon. And uh, we want to find out about that course that's hosting this event and then about the event as well.
0: Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to say, Dave, yes, we are fortunate here in Michigan to have numerous opportunities for amazing golf here in the state. Uh, All around the state, we have the most public golf courses of any state in the country. And we're going to head to Grand Haven today to learn about one of those golf courses and a special golf course called American Dunes Golf Club, talking with Doug Bell from American Dunes. And Doug, this is a unique golf course in many different ways. I mean, it is a fantastic course that plays beautifully, but there's a larger story behind it. And, And what is that story?
6: You know, uh, Nick and Dave, the uh, the golf course, as you say, it's different. There's a, there's a story that ties American Dunes to the Folds of Honor Foundation. Uh, it, its history as Grand Haven Golf Club from the 60s through the uh, through the uh, you know early 2018 um, it, it is a wonderful history. It was well respected as a as a golf course, a public golf course in the state of Michigan, and nationally, it was ranked in the top hundred. But as many courses do towards the end of its life cycle in 16, 17, 18, um, it wasn't doing that well. So there was a decision uh, to to try to rebrand the golf course. Uh, Then uh, Major Dan Rooney spoke with uh, Mr. Jack Nicklaus about the possibility of a redesign uh, and and, and not only redesign the golf course, but re-envision the experience a person will have when they come and play the golf course or Mm-hmm. Come to the clubhouse uh, and tie its the birth, tie to the 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 daily experience. The fact that the Folds of Honor Foundation was born right here in Grand Haven, in West Michigan, uh, which is now a great national organization helping our military families, uh, you know, all across the nation, not only here in Michigan. Uh, so now, when people come in, they come. A lot of people will come for the experience of the newest Jack Nicklaus designed golf course in the country and then and the, one of the newest in Michigan to be able to play. And they leave with a completely different understanding of why it got re-envisioned, why the design took place, and, uh, and how Folds of Honor has touched the lives of all of our military families across the country.
1: Well, Doug, um, I know that uh, when Jack Nicholas redesigned the golf course, he didn't just open it up a little bit more, which I was thrilled about, by the way, because there were some <laughs> really tight places in that course. <laughs> Uh, i love that course but man oh man Um uh, but he 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 did other things too and then the rooney family um, the organization did some very special things at each and every hole can you tell us about that
6: yes um every hole uh on the golf course as well as the range in our large american flag is represented by uh, a plaque honoring mr nicholas and one of his 20 majors and then a plaque honoring a, a fallen service member who's given the ultimate sacrifice to our country. Uh, and, and so on every single hole, being in a first tee, you can experience and, and read about somebody who sacrificed uh, really to allow you to have a wonderful day playing golf and, and, and protect you and, and your rights to do so. That comes after you enter the property through the Folds of Honor Memorial where 13 service members who gave the ultimate sacrifice greet you and that's how you leave the property. So the entire day you're reminded about uh, the sacrifices that the military makes and, and our veterans, and, and we honor them that way. And so throughout your four and a half hour round of golf, uh, you get the chance to read about these families and how, um, and how Folds of Honor has touched their lives in a positive way.
0: Yeah, and, I, and it really is a special experience, and I highly recommend for any golfer, no matter where you live in the state of Michigan, to come and experience this and, and see all these memorials and, and the way that it's been laid out. It's, it's very special. I did want to just uh, touch, Doug, I know you've got an important event coming up, and it involves more than just players who come to play the course recreationally. These are competitive golfers, and and this is a pretty big deal.
6: It is. The Folds of Honor Collegiate uh, in its second second uh, season uh, or second event will be held over Labor Day weekend. So we've got some of the best programs in the country, Men's Division One. Division II, uh, a couple HBCU universities, uh, our our three service academies that have uh, men's golf programs, are all coming to Grand Haven. They're all going to play American Dunes on Labor Day Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday uh, to show off uh, their talents and challenge the course that Jack built and and, Mm -hmm. and Lieutenant Colonel Dan envisioned.
1: Well, it's incredible. Uh, I can't wait for that event. I understand it's even going to be on TV this year?
6: It is. The Golf Channel will come in a couple days before set up, and the event will be broadcast live on the Golf Channel on that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And uh, as as we speak right now, uh, a week out from the event, it's the only televised golf event um, in the nation. So not only will the state of Michigan be well represented with coverage and, and, and of course, the golf course, Uh, american dunes but all these uh young men and all their talents from around the country will be here in west michigan and it's open to the public so you you can watch it on television or you can come in uh, and watch it in person
1: Oh, you know, I didn't realize that. I thought it was only for TV. So if we wanted to come to Grand Haven to the course, um, I I presume there's going to be a a, a fee um, to to be there. Do you know what the the costs are yet?
6: No charge. We would love for spectators to come take a look. And and on our website, AmericanDunesGolfClub.com, all spelled out, there's a tab for the collegiate and all of the information on the teams that are coming. Uh, who's playing, everything that you'd want to know is on that tab.
1: Wow, you just made my day. Um, I really do like to watch golfers who actually know what they're doing rather than me and my friends. <laughs> so so I'll look forward to that. Now, um, in addition to being, of course, on the Golf Channel, you'll, you'll see these college players. They're going to be playing in team style, Right.
6: Yes. So there's five players on each team. And, and if you've got any of your girls or boys that have played in, in Michigan high school golf, you know, there's five players to a team They count score four, four scores. Um, but they're, uh, so they'll come in in a team format, uh, walk the golf course as a team. Um, the coaches, they tend to, they tend to set the tee times up. So if you want to come say, watch, uh, Kansas, the university of Kansas, they've, set the tee times up so most of the Kansas players are real close to each other paired with other schools. So um, it's it's very easy to find, like, if you're an Army grad or you like the U.S. Army team, you can follow them very easily around the golf course.
0: And, Doug, when we talk about this particular event, I know in addition to getting some wonderful exposure for Michigan golf and for the golf course itself and for West Michigan, there's also a fundraising component to this, and it really does make a big impact, doesn't it?
6: It does, it does. The, uh, you know this, this is all about folds of honor and the exposure nationally, letting people know that the course is uh, where it started uh, before it grew nationally. It started right here in West Michigan in Grand Haven. Uh, but all these teams come in, and the ultimate back story of the tournament is a fundraiser for folds of honor. So mm-hmm. you know last year, because the golf course existed and was here operating, we were able to contribute 1.1 million dollars directly to scholarships wow. at folds of honor. That's fantastic. We're hoping to pass that mark this year and with this national exposure We certainly hope that uh, that we'll do so.
1: Well, it's, it's amazing what you're doing there and, and I don't know if we mentioned it uh, Obviously Jack Nicholas redesigned the course, but he donated uh, his services. That's usually about a three million dollar fee So you Ooh. think about that Think about what uh, American Dunes does every day, now this big event. You're going to want to find out more. Go to AmericanDunesGolfClub.com and then head to Grand Haven just over a week away. You're going to really enjoy that event and uh, and just realize that all the money they're making there is going to be going to a really great cause. The uh, website, again, to learn more, AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. And our thanks to Douglas Bell from American Dunes. And, Nick, that's all the time we have for Travel Michigan for this week. So we will wait until then. We'll talk to you next week on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go
0: traveling. Let's go traveling.